0: This is Fred Richani of TSC News. Holy hell! Oh my God! I am here to recap WrestleMania 32. I am tired as hell because, for those that don't know, it is currently 11:57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and WrestleMania 32 literally just wrapped up. This was the longest WrestleMania of all time because five hours wasn't enough; they had to make it like six hours. (laughs) <laughs> excuse me the first part of the show i thought was actually pretty strong the second part was just all over the place and there are a, a few good things here and we'll go over everything uh, you know step by step in order and all that jazz but you know there are there were some you know nice things to see zach Ryder getting his wrestlemania moment believe it or not Baron Corbin, of all people, winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Two legends like John Cena and The Rock standing side by side. Three legends in HBK, Stone Cold Steve Austin and McFoley standing side by side. But then there were things that just made me scratch my head. And granted, Baron Corbin winning the Battle Royal without being advertised. Or Zack Ryder, of all people, winning the IC title. Hey, you know, that, that kind of made me scratch my head but there were other things that made me scratch my head uh, no interference in the undertaker shane mcmahon match where both guys worked their asses off did as much as they could given the circumstances but man it, I, I gotta say as a longtime fan it was very tough watching shane mcmahon kick out of a last ride and a choke slam onto the steps although thank god he did not kick out of a tombstone and he ended up losing uh, but but it's confusing because, uh, you know, Shane McMahon's supposed to be his beacon of hope. And he loses. Okay. The Wyatt family confronts The Rock. The Wyatt family are supposed to be top heels and feud with Brock Lesnar later this summer. And they got destroyed by The Rock and John Cena. What else did we have? I mean, oh, yeah. The supposed main event. Well, it was the last match, but it certainly didn't feel like a main event. Roman Reigns and Triple H, which ended with Roman Reigns just beating Triple H clean in a match that didn't turn out to be no disqualification, despite the fact that on t shirts and advertising this week in Dallas and Arlington area, it said no disqualification. Plans change. And yeah, Roman pinned him clean. One, two, three. Chorus of booze. From what I understand. Compared to what the live audience heard and we heard on TV, it sounds like WWE muted a lot of crowd mics because, well, the crowd was kind of dead. And they were kind of dead, you know, live too, but apparently there were a lot more boos for Roman than we even heard on TV. And he won. And while I did expect Roman to win clean and all that jazz, the fact that this match took place after 11 o'clock, the fact that, you know, Triple H, God bless him, He's a great worker. He is a great, still a, one of the best in the business today, right now, at age forty-six. But my God, you know, I'm sure he's given this advice to so many people. And far be it from me, a non-wrestling person, to give advice to Triple H. And I'm not ki- trying to give him advice or anything. But I'm just saying, I'm sure he's said to, to young guys in X T, young girls, uh, no one to go home, no one to wrap it up, no one to close the show, no one to to say, you know, all right, let, let's go, let's go home here. Which is a criticism that used to you know be leveled towards Ring of Honor. And, you know, other independents because, you know, oh, they, they have a tendency to do a lot of moves and, you know, do a lot of kickouts and everything and not really get a feel for the crowd. Well, even if you put a main event in there that people actually cared about, after 11 o'clock Eastern time, it's going to be tough to get some heat. But this match did not end. This match went on and on and on and on and on. So much so that I actually forgot to introduce my co-host, Scott Anderson, who's currently on the line as well. And and I think Scott might be a sleeper or snoring, and I I wouldn't blame him because this match was just boring. It
1: was a snoozer.
0: It was a snoozer, and and I hate to say that because I have the utmost respect for these guys that do it at the highest level. I really do, and I'm not trying to be some snob or somebody that's like, LOL, let me get some retweets, whatever. You know, I have a lot of respect for this industry and the people that do it, I got a lot of friends that do it, of course. But this match was just boring. This match, this feud sucked. They tried hard. They busted their asses. I'm not going to say they didn't. But it was complete tone deafness on the part of Vince McMahon, on the part of Kevin Dunn, on the part of the other people who laid out the show, and really also on the part of Triple H. I mean, my God. This match went on and on and on. It It just wouldn't end. It just... Would not end, and when it finally did, some of the crowd cheered. I think they're actually piped in cheers, but I think more of the crowd was just happy that the match ended. They were happy that it was finally over at like 11:45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm losing my voice here because I was screaming at my TV. My buddy Ben was calling me. I know you and I were chatting throughout the event in disbelief. Yeah. Scott, man. Is this not the weirdest That's, WrestleMania of all time? I, I think this may even top WrestleMania 27 as the weirdest WrestleMania of all time. What do you think? Yeah. yeah,
1: I agree. I have an unofficial time of 27 minutes, 11 seconds for Roman Reigns and Triple H. So Does,
0: does that include entrances?
1: Mm, probably not, no, because the Undertaker match was at 30 minutes and 5 seconds. So, Jeez. And here's a tweet, and I'm not going to say, you know, I'm reading. It says, Roman's matches aren't bad. He works hard and is good in there. His push was just botched badly. Feel bad for him. And the reply basically was, I agree. This wasn't me, but it was, I agree. I don't blame the guy for being booed. I blame WWE for booking him terrible. And that pretty much sums it up.
0: If he was a great heel, which he could be, and then if they just turned him heel, they read the tea leaves, and said, let's turn him heel and maybe put, say, like a guy like Dean Ambrose (sighs) in there. I think this match, I mean, granted, if you put any match like this, uh, or any match, you know, this late in the show, it's going to be yeah. tough, but I think uh, a babyface Dean Ambrose with a lot of momentum and a heel Roman Reigns kicking everybody's ass, I, th- I think that would have had a lot of heat. Yeah. Hell, you know, even I, if you reversed yeah. the roles and you officially made Triple H a babyface, which personally I wouldn't like, but, you know, even if you, you did that and you actually embraced those, those two roles, that would have a lot of heat, but... Just Roman being this baby face and playing uh, the video package, talking about how he's, he wants to be a good man, and I uh, believe he needs to be a good champion outside of the ring first. It's just, man. Just this, it, it's crazy. But at the beginning of this WrestleMania, I thought, man, this is an excellent show. And, and to be fair, this was excellent in terms of action. You know what I mean, it was eventful. It was newsworthy. I mean, they really seemed to hit a home run on social media and everything. But at the end of the night, it, it's the status quo. It's, it and you, and you think and you think about the show and you think about what happened with the New Day where we heard rumors that the New Day were supposed to come off as big stars and instead they came off as you know kind of geeks
1: and they lost
0: yeah. yeah and they and they lost we we had AJ Styles losing to Chris Jericho and I'm which I
1: was the third longest match of the night by the way was it really seventeen ten yeah I have the times up right here yep. okay
0: yeah well well Jericho and, and AJ I think had a really good match I really enjoyed the match decent. Yeah, I was kind of tired of seeing them wrestle over and over again. But these guys definitely had their working shoes on. Really good match. I just did not like that finish. I love Chris Jericho. If they actually want to do something with Jericho and maybe like Roman Reigns, I mean, that'd be kind of cool, I guess. But, man, this is not the time for AJ Styles to be losing matches. This is just not. He should be in the main events right now. You're paying him all this money. Yep. You know I mean why? Why not? You know what I mean? What? Because he's not your guy. Because huh. he's small and I mean, like, like what? Well, and and then even you know the WrestleMania the ladder match, the opener, great match, great match. And I'm super Vegas happy knew for. something. I'm super happy for Zack Ryder. You know, we have mutual friends, and, and I know for a fact that the guy is really, really a class act with fans. He's always really nice with people and goes out of his way. And obviously, we know how hard he's worked just to to get to this point, to even stay employed by WWE, for God's sakes. So I am really happy for him. You know what I mean? I, I think he deserves this. But, you know, you got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in there. And no disrespect at all to Zack Ryder. I love the guy. But you got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in there. I repeat, you have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in there. You have Kevin Owens, who was perhaps at one point consider to wrestle The Undertaker at WrestleMania, who is true top heel and even top babyface material, if you ask me, especially if you go back to his ROH days where he was kind of like that rebellious prick that that fans got behind. You have Sami Zayn, who, if he was built up correctly, maybe. I'm not saying he could, but maybe. He has a chance. He has the ability and the mic skills for sure to maybe be the next Daniel Bryan type. Okay? You got those two guys in the match... And and again, God bless Zack Ryder. You know he didn't pin or submit anybody, so it's not like anybody got totally hurt losing this match. But you know, Kevin Owens, yes, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Yeah,
1: but you know what? For one night, you can give the guy his moment, and then tomorrow night he can lose back to Kevin. Yeah, Owens, but you and know no, what? Harm, that, no foul.
0: But you know what? That just devalues the belt. Oh, okay, because belt. that's not already devalued. I know, is, I know, right? but I'm just I mean, saying it, it devalues the belt. It devalues Kevin Owens. It devalues Sami Zayn. You know, look, if they give Zack Ryder a nice push and protect him and all this stuff, you know, I'll be happy. But, the, but that's not going to happen. Sorry. Now, in the case of Kevin Owens, you know, he hasn't been the most protected either for the last six months. But guess what? Compared to, say, I don't know, let's compare compared to Zack Ryder the last six months or Heath Slater or The Miz or any other mid-carders, by mid-card standards, he's actually been somewhat protected. Whereas Zack Ryder, uh, you know, he's not exactly Triple H's guy or anything from NXT, so I don't, I don't think he's going to get that type of treatment.
1: You know, the funny part is Owens from here could go on to a feud with Roman Reigns, but, but then Roman stays where he is being booed to hell because everybody else here Owens. So you get nothing there. So it's kind of an interesting situation. Yeah, but, but it's situation. also a tough
0: sell to have Kevin Owens lose to Zack Ryder and then go on to feud with Roman Reigns for the world title. I'm not saying fans would reject it. I think he'd do great in that role. But, you know, there is going to be a segment of the audience that doesn't watch NXT, that doesn't give a damn about his independent background, and it's just going to look at it from the perspective of kind of, you know, kind of like a normal person would watch an average person watching this show. Wait, he just lost to Zack Ryder, and now he's feuding with Roman Reigns? Weird, huh? And here's the funny thing I don't even think that Kevin Owens is going to be. The one feeding with with Roman Reigns, I think it's probably gonna be a guy like Bray Wyatt who just got destroyed by The Rock, or, or maybe it's gonna be well, actually well maybe Ryback back if he beats Kalisto on on Raw, or you know what? Dare I say it could be freaking Baron Corbin who made a surprise appearance in the Andrade Giant Memorial Battle Royal on Advertise. O'Neil Along with
1: Shaquille O'Neal, which you forgot to mention.
0: Well, I was gonna mention that, but we'll we'll, we'll get to it. But anyway, uh, anyway, we'll recap the show. We'll take a few questions. It's really late. Both of us have work the next day and. I did not. I, I expected to be doing this recap at eleven p.m. Eastern Time, wrapping up at midnight. And it said here I am at midnight, and we're, we're barely through the recap. So, we'll we'll go through these matches. We'll answer a few questions, and hopefully, I'll be able to be back on here for the Raw after WrestleMania when a lot more stuff goes down, and we'll be able to take some more questions. But anyway, let's get to the opener. We had Kalisto take on the Ryback. Okay, match it was like a house show match. I mean, nothing spectacular. Uh, Kalisto got the win, I, I believe he exposed the turnbuckle, or Ryback did, and uh, Ryback, yeah, like, Ryback hit it, something like that, right?
1: Yeah, it was an accident. It was like the middle turnbuckle was accidentally exposed. Kalisto hit a drop toe hold, Selena Del Sol, and pinned him. Kind of a surprise, a nice match for you know people coming into their seats. You have to get you know going through what appeared to be, from what we've read online, a, a hell in a handbasket getting into the arena. Uh, you know, getting through all the checkpoints and everything. So, you know, it worked. It was a nice match. Nice, it off well. nice it was the whole ha- It was a house show. Man. wasn't bad.
0: It was yeah. a house show match. It wasn't bad. It was, it was a nice right. little warm-up match for, you know, the crowd, and Kalisto got the win, and I'm happy he did because he has far, far more upside than Ryback at this stage, and I'm a Ryback fan and everything. I think he's a little underrated in the ring, but I've said it before. I'll say it again. Kalisto's bilingual. He's damn good in the ring. He's very well-spoken, and they are desperate for Hispanic stars and more Hispanic fans, so it makes sense to me for him to retain, although I wouldn't be surprised if they take the title off of him the next night, and that would be unfortunate, but just judging it by the decision tonight in the context of tonight, it's one of the few things that actually made sense. We had Team Total Divas beat Team Bad and Blonde. Uh, Lana's ring gear was spectacular. Her debut itself was okay. She just kind of had a lot of high kicks and showed off her flexibility and, you know, it wasn't okay. bad. It was just kind of kept short and sweet. And, you know, n- n- nothing overly offensive. You know, in the in the past, I think a crowd would have crapped on this. Excuse me. Almost said a bad ah, word. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I stopped myself there. It's it's, it's late. It's late, guys. Uh, but no, it was fine. It, it, you're perfectly yeah. fine. Well, well, it wasn't bad, given who was involved and Brie Bella, got the the win.
1: Moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Brie Bella got the win tapping out Naomi. A nice moment for her. The only thing I hated was the camera work because afterwards, Nikki Bella came out to celebrate with Brie. For those that don't know, this is Brie's last WWE match. She all but confirmed this on Instagram, and so did her mom and her sister. And they hoisted her up in the air, and it was nice. And it was that scene for like a split second, and they cut to the back. Very similar to TNA Impact Wrestling of years past. Right to Renee Young because we have to have Renee Young talk. We can't just let this moment of Brie Bella in her final match, you know, sink in. And, and granted, the announcers didn't mention it was her final match, but but still, you know, they they knew it's her final match. And you know, would have been nice to just have that that on there in the frame for just a little bit longer. Minor complaint, but
1: yeah, well, I have a minor complaint too, real quick, and that's Nikki Bella coming out in her ring gear with the neck brace. Just come out in jeans and a shirt. Why do you have to be, you know?
0: Because she's a beautiful woman and she's still working her ass off at the gym, even with the injured know, neck. So you know what? It just if she listen, silly. If, if she wants to show off her, her her body, why not? Okay, why not, man? She works very hard. <laughs> I follow her on Instagram. She works very hard. I'm sure, you do. Also, also, she rocks that neck brace with style. That's that's, that's what I gotta I, say. I know, but yeah, I don't. Just I don't know. It's, it's a minor. Hey, it's, it's a minor thing. The next thing you're gonna tell me is get off my lawn, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> we had. The Usos defeat the Dudleys and then put them through tables. This was okay.
1: The Usos got the Roman treatment, you know.
0: Yeah, which was you it was expected. Yeah, it was it was it was okay. And then we had well before that we had Lita reintroduce the WWE Women's Championship, even though she said it's the first time ever the WWE Women's Title. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I grew up with you being the Women's Champion, Trish Stratus being the Women's Champion. Sable being the women's champion, Jacqueline being the women's champion. Like, like what? Like if they called it like the WWE Women's World Championship, that's one thing. But no, they called it the Women's Championship, and so for the first time ever.
1: Well, I think it was called Women's Championship, where before it was the Women's Champion. So technicality, that's a, that's, but that's wouldn't stupid. that be different? That's
0: stupid. That's just. I
1: no. I know it is. I'm
0: just saying. It's stupid Samantha. Yeah, it's that's that's dumb. Anyway. So yeah, she showed off the belt. It's essentially the same thing as a DB title, only with a white and red color scheme. Some people were complaining about it, but I gotta tell you this. It's better than a spinner belt, and it's better than a butterfly. So stop bitching. All right.
1: Well, and, and they're making the women equals now. They're calling them superstars. They're not divas. Yeah, not I ladies. noticed that. They're superstars. and So they're making it even. It's fine, except for the weight strap with the IC title being the weight strap's a little odd, but it's a nice belt. You
0: no, know? It's a ni- I-, I thought the belt was nice. And, oh, by the way, if you guys are watching this live on YouTube or after the fact, we'd appreciate it if you would click the like button and share this with all your friends. And for those that are watching for the first time, much appreciated. So we had the opener, the ladder match for the IC title. Hell of a match. All these guys worked very hard. There were some really crazy spots, including a uh, Sinkara getting knocked off a ladder, splashing through Stardust through a la- Well, on Stardust through a ladder. They're, they're, the craziest spot to me was freaking Kevin Owens taking, a, I believe, a Tiger suplex from Sami Zayn onto a ladder. That yeah. was just. Re- I know you're supposed to try to raise the bar in ladder matches, but my God, that was just. I thought that was unnecessary. I really I really yeah, did. That was
1: vicious. Sami Zayn diving through the ladder was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, to do the, his Tornado and, DDT.
1: And let's give props to Cody Rhodes for his nice tribute to his dad.
0: Yeah, with the black and the polka dots, and then he had the ladder. And the ladder, yep. yeah. The, the whatever he calls I don't know what he calls the ladder, the, the alpha ladder or something. Some, I, I whatever he calls it. But, yeah, that was a nice little, little <laughs> touch. And That's me. Yeah, all these guys busted their asses. And uh, at the end, the, the Miz, of all people, actually took out Sami Zayn and was going to grab the IC title, and then it was Zack Ryder pushing Miz off, grabbing the IC title. I flipped out because I'm like, what? I just saw two of my really good friends, Mike Rinsberg and Joe Pompa, who are friends with Zack Ryder, and and they are huge uh, Zack Ryder fans, of course, being buddies with them, and uh, we were joking around saying, man, if Zack wins, we're gonna we're going to go nuts, and they just blew up my phone after he won. And it was just so cool to see. It was a nice moment. His dad came in. And I just thought to myself, man, if only they did this like in 2011, <laughs> in 2012, well, at the height of his popularity when he was really blowing up on YouTube and everything. It, it, isn't it funny that Zack Ryder did did a hell of a job with YouTube and, and Twitter and all this social media? Now Debbie's all in it. it. It's kind of funny, right? I mean, he was kind of, have ahead of ahead of. Well, technically, it was. I'd say the Hardys and Shane Helms were, were, and Justin Roberts back in the day were the ones that really kind of started with like MySpace and then Facebook and Twitter and, and using YouTube to their advantage. But you know, Zach Ryder kind of also took it to another level as well with Long Island Iz. And yeah, well, look, better late than never. I, I don't have any faith in, in what they're going to do with him going forward, but I'm happy that he got this moment.
1: Hey, Vegas had him as the favorite with the odds, so really? they okay. knew something. Yeah,
0: yeah, they knew something we didn't. We had AJ versus Jericho. I thought this was an awesome match. Uh, some people didn't think so. It, it was, you know, at, at times there, there, not a miscommunication, but you know, you could tell that Jericho maybe seems a step slower. But the guy is what 45. I mean, give, give him his yeah. props. He's he's, he, he's working his ass off. And good match, really good match. I just did not like the finish, which was Jericho hitting the Codebreaker. I believe he hit it. He hit it after AJ tried to go for the phenomenal forearm. Yes. Uh, yeah, not the not it was
1: kind of there. We kind of like pushed the ref or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was kind of some time foolery, yeah, yeah, but it's annoying because let, let, let's say they do another match. It's gonna be their fifth match,
1: and they probably will tomorrow on Raw or, or, any,
0: or at Payback.
1: Oh God!
0: You know, what, at this point, they they need to do if they're gonna do one more match, which I, I'm so sick of this feud at this point, they need to do a stipulation, and that stipulation yep. should be hair versus hair. Mm, no. Well, they got to do something. What we'll, would we'll be the stipulation then? What Hair versus hair? Come on.
1: I, I, the loser goes to TNA. I, I don't know.
0: Well, they lose <laughs> their hair and I mean, go to TNA? Yeah.
1: Eh, they lose their hair. She's tweeting m- that she's proud. Anyway, it, it, you know, I, the match was what it was. It's just a shame that it was, what, the fourth one, like you said, in the series. And
0: it's and the, a the shame that AJ Styles had to lose on the biggest stage. I mean, it's not going to kill him. But come uh, on. Oh, it's AJ WWE. It's AJ Styles.
1: Hey, that rookie Jericho, man, he's had a good year. Leave him alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah. We had the New Day come out in super sane outfits, and, and they came out of a bootios box that fell and had some bootios and cheerios you know, on the floor. Yeah, it must have ones.
1: taken them a couple minutes to unstrap themselves.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty It, was, it was pretty funny. And it,
1: was, it was cool,
0: yeah. Yeah, not, and they got a nice little promo. They had a just kind of a raw match with the League of Nations or even a, even a house show match, well, albeit with the, a greater crowd reaction. And the New Day lost.
1: It was supposed to be four on three. It ended up just being a regular six man, so that was kind of weird. Was it?
0: I thought it was four on three still technically. No,
1: Wade Barrett. No, he no, it was, was a six man. Was he on the man. outside?
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He,
1: he interfered in the match, causing the New Day to lose. But yeah, it was just a regular, regular six man tag. Oh,
0: I didn't even. I didn't. Show, Biggie, shows how much I think he care. might have
1: actually killed himself too with the dive. Oh God, he legivation. did a double spear yeah, on, on his, his head, head
0: again. Yeah. Dude, like he needs to find a way to do that safer, or just stop doing it. And, and I'm. I'm kind of shocked that WWE is allowing him to continue to do it. I mean, he's landed on his head so many times. Even if he hasn't had a concussion yet, I mean, you're putting your brain and your body at risk. I mean, really, somebody needs to kind of... I mean, here I am saying this and lecturing WWE about this, and yet they had like four no-DQ matches tonight. Hmm. All with a bunch of crazy spots. Yep. Look, sometimes pro wrestling is best told with great storytelling. So that way... You don't have to just rely on crazy spots and killing yourself in order to get a reaction. Just a suggestion. I'm sure uh, many veterans I've interviewed uh, would would agree with me here. So anyway, new day lost. I believe it was Xavier Woods that took the broke kick, which sucked. And afterwards, League of Nations said that no three superstars can stand up to them. I was appalled that JBL referred to them or compared them to the Four Horsemen. That was preposterous. Well, I, he
1: said that the weight, well, it was something to the effect of how their timing has come together, that they could be, you know, that it reminds him of them, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe the one with, like, Mongo McMichael or Paul Roma. I don't know. Ooh, so Paul but, Roma. Geez, yeah. That's a data reference. So, Shawn Michaels comes out, looking dressed to fight, and he looked in great shape.
1: He had his gear on, yep.
0: Yep. He, looked, he took his shirt off. He looked good. He looked good. And then we had sure. Mick Foley come out, who I believe yep, yeah. is 50 <laughs> pounds lighter
1: from when yeah, he, he was so hobbling. Forward.
0: He was hobbling, but he he did lose some weight.
1: Yeah, he had yeah. his wrestling gear on, slash everyday gear, slash
0: pajamas. <laughs> slash cactus K- jack gear. And then we had Stone Cold Steve Austin in a Dallas 316 shirt and jeans. And they came out, beat up the League of Nations, and then the New Day danced. They got Shawn Michaels to dance. They got McFoley to dance. And then Austin. <laughs> kinda danced. Kinda danced. But... And gave Xavier Woods a stunner. And that was cool. Nice moment. But few things. One, if you're going to have these three gigantic superstars, these legends on the show, why not at least advertise them in advance? Number two, you couldn't have the New Day win. They're one of the most overacts in the company. I realize you want to continue this feud with the League of Geeks, but just come on. You're, you're not going to get the League of Geeks over. They're entertaining on social media. They, they they genuinely come off as guys that really like each other, and like being around each other, and they've actually developed some really good chemistry. But at this stage, they ain't the New Day. And I think you got to protect the New Day, give them some credibility, give them some steam, and then down the road, you know what? You could call up the Bauer Club if, if they're not going to debut on Raw, or maybe they will, and they'll eventually beat the New Day, or, or maybe better yet, not only do you call up the, the Bauer Club, but you call up American Alpha Chad Gable and Jason Jordan and those guys who should already be on the main roster eventually beat the New Day for the tag titles but when they beat them they won't beat a couple of geeks they'll be guys that actually have credibility with the audience so that disappointed me I didn't mind the stunner spot I just would have liked to have seen the New Day win League of Nations could have attacked him afterwards and then you know you could have had uh, you know the, the legends come out and, and do their thing and that's what I have have done but oh well it was a nice moment, but I think the New Day could have shined a bit more. We had Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. This was a really good match. I thought this could have been a great match if they gave it at least 10 to 15 more minutes. Uh, but instead, it, w- it was just kind of just kind of wacky. Dean tried to use the chainsaw unsuccessfully. He used a kendo stick. He got beat up a lot. He got suplexed, I think, 12 or 13 times. And the funny thing is, in the actual stadium, at Stadium, they had a counter that said how many suplexes Brock Lesnar hit, which was great. <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. And the crowd counted along like, Sesame Street. And at the end, Dean Ambrose got, uh, got a bunch of chairs. I think he got suplexed on a chair. or No, actually, he, DD, he almost, well, he DDT'd Lesnar on chairs. Lesnar kicked out. I think he gave a suplex to Dean on chairs. There was another spot. And then Brock just, out of nowhere, hits an F5 on the chairs and pins Dean.
1: Very disappointing in my
0: Dean opinion. didn't even get to kick out of one at five. Just like he didn't even get to kick out of one spear last month. Or a, month, a couple months before. Yeah. Just very disappointing. They had a chance to make Dean Ambrose. Hell, even if they had Bray Wyatt interfere or somebody interfere and then Dean uses a bunch of weapons, it's still better in Dean losing.
1: They, they like, made Zack Ryder more than they made Dean Ambrose.
0: <laughs> here's Dean Ambrose uh, losing to Triple H. At the ripe old age of 46 at Royal Rumble. Throw now clean. No interference, no nothing. Then loses clean at Fastlane. Now, been booked like an idiot for months. Finally going to get his big win over Lesnar. And he loses and is sent to mid-card hell.
1: And, and you know what else is kind of weird about that is they basically took what he did on Raw and threw it out the window with the wagon because all the weapons were just under the ring, which was yeah. kind of stupid. A small detail, but a detail nevertheless. The chainsaw he pulled out, it must not have went on or whatever. That was pointless. He did bite into uh, the barbed wire bat, which was kind of weird. but Yeah, yeah because it was it's just, like
0: rubbery and you didn't bleed. Yeah,
1: It was just kind of like, yeah, to me it was just – I think you put out a tweet that, you know, it could have been so much more with Lesnar and it just it wasn't. It was just kinda of like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah,
0: and, and you know what? If you're gonna have Lesnar win, at least like make it more of like a knockdown drag out fight. You know, if if it's a street fight, why not brawl over AT- ATT AT and T Stadium?
1: Yeah, it was kind of a weak
0: street fight. Why not fight? brawl <laughs> on the outside? I mean, look at I mean this is a random match, I don't know how many people remember or saw it, but like Kane uh if you're gonna be a little wacky with it, do something fun like Kane did with Raven, and I think it was I remember the big the, show, the big show some, at WrestleMania 17. 17, you know I mean? yep. You know, yep. They, they, they incorporate a lot of weapons and, and, and the arena and all the elements and everything. I mean, you don't have to make it as wacky as that, but at least do something. You mean, give Dean Ambrose some credibility. And I know what you were talking about, where you were saying they were going to try to make him like Austin, where he, does, he gets in the Kimura but doesn't tap out and he passes out. They didn't and, even do that. They didn't, Yeah, they did nothing of that sort. They gave Dean Ambrose no credibility whatsoever, and it was yeah. in, incredibly incredibly disappointing and almost as disappointing as me I I think I accidentally stumbled upon a Walking Dead spoiler during the main event or should I say the lame event so I I blame Roman Reigns for that Uh, I'm just going to say that right now thanks Roman people that say thanks to Obama the the people that say thanks to Obama I'm going to say thanks Roman Ugh. ugh anyway so yeah Brock got the win that was lame as hell felt bad we had the Hall of Fame segment. That was nice. And then we had the Divas Championship. And very polarizing opinions on this match. I thought this was an awesome match. I, I do think they did a, a few too many spots. But it is WrestleMania. If you are going to do all these spots and uh, try to do some, some wackiness that you normally wouldn't do on Raw and SmackDown, you know, this is the stage to do it. Uh, the, I, th- I think the problem is it was just, even though they got a lot of time, in some ways it still felt kind of rushed at the end. I don't know. Maybe um, I think it maybe it would have been nice if they had a few more minutes. To, well, it would have been nice if this event was an hour, you know, an hour shorter. But also, it would have been nice if this match maybe it a little bit more time to breathe. I I personally really like this match. I wouldn't say it was at the level of their NXT matches. You know what I mean? I think those kind of were just at a step above, in, in my opinion. But but also you got to remember too. We've seen these women in God knows how many matches together. See what I mean? Like it's not, it's, it's hard to really kind of you split hairs and say this match at TakeOver was better, this match at WrestleMania is better, but I thought they put on a hell of an effort. You can make the strong argument that this was the best match on the show, or at least one of the best matches on the show. Sorry. And Charlotte got the win via figure four into the figure eight. Uh, Sasha Banks, who was dressed in Eddie Guerrero style gear, who got a Snoop Dogg entrance with her cousin, who was, who was rapping, uh, tried to get in the ring. Ric Flair grabbed her leg. That was kind of lame, I, but... It was also kind of refreshing because here is Charlotte who's an actual heel doing something heelish as opposed to, you know, like Triple H beating Dean Ambrose clean. And yeah, she retained the title. Or actually well, she retained the Divas title, got the women's title. They did a big pyro show for her which was really nice. Uh, some notable spots in this match. We had Becky taking out Ric Flair with the dive. I was hoping that would be the last that we saw of Ric Flair but unfortunately it wasn't. We had Charlotte hit a double natural selection on Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. And we had Charlotte hit a huge moonsault on the outside. And we also saw a bunch of reckless bumps from all three, but none other than Sasha Banks the most. I mean, man. Sasha
1: did a bump where she got extremely lucky. I don't know if you noticed, but when she went to do her dive on the Charlotte, her foot hit the rope, and she ended up uh, doing a flip on the Charlotte instead and got extremely lucky that she was able to flip into that.
0: Yeah, she needs to be careful. That girl is tiny, you know what I mean she's got a really tiny frame. I know she works her ass off, but she's got to look at some of her contemporaries and she's got to look at the likes of a Daniel Bryan. If she keeps this up, she's going to really get hurt and she's she's good enough as it is in the ring. You know, with her personality and her presence to not have to resort to all that. And and I think she also needs if she idolizes Eddie Guerrero, I think she needs to learn the lessons of Eddie Guerrero. And granted, look, Guerrero was, you know, on steroids and all this other crap throughout his career and he had a lot of other things going on. Okay, with it, with his body and everything else. But he also, you know, did took actually, you know what? If you really think about it, Guerrero took some risks in the ring. But I don't know if it was ever like, if you look at a lot of the indie guys now and even some of the guys in NXT and what the ladies did tonight, I mean, really, if you think about it, Guerrero was a pretty, pretty smart worker. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I think some of the damage, the most damage he did was more so, you know, the drugs and everything he put into his body. You know, with the combination of just you know the wrestling lifestyle and everything else. I mean, I think she needs to take some pointers from her idol, and she who unfortunately is not with us, but she could watch tapes or whatever and just kind of look at Eddie Guerrero at the end. You know, his body did betray him at the end, but just look at how he carried himself with the psychology and able to captivate the crowd. It's easier said than done. I mean, that's Eddie Guerrero, one of the greatest of all time. But you know, you could you could learn from that. You know what I mean you, you could learn from that? You know, you could do a frog splash. You could do some some cool spots here and there. But you you don't have to go all out, and I think too if you look at it, uh, if you watch Daniel Bryan's last match, and part of my voice, by the way, I'm still recovering from the flu, so uh, I kind of lost my voice last week. But if you watch Daniel Bryan's last match, uh, with it was John Cena and Daniel Bryan against uh, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd last year, in in the I believe in the UK, Daniel Bryan did a, a kind of a, a protected version of all his signature spots, like the running knee, and then like the the Frankenstein.er off the top rope and, and, and everything else, right? Because he was hurt, and they wanted to protect him, and I guess at the time they didn't know he had a concussion. But you watch that, and you, you see the crowd reaction, you see his offense. He did it significantly safer than he had done in other matches. But it was still just as effective. The crowd still reacted just fine. And perhaps had he you know toned down his style a little bit, he might still be wrestling right now. So look, Sasha Banks is young. She's in her early 20s. She's hopefully got a long career ahead of her, but please, please, just take it easy with these bumps. And and it's not even the fact that she did these, like, bumps in this match, is that she's taking a lot of these bumps in, you know, in NXT, random NXTs, random Raws, random Smackdowns. I've even seen her take wacky bumps on main events. You know what I mean? Like, take it easy. Okay? Health comes first, and, uh, you know... I know. I know. WB has a lot of great athletes and everything else, but you know, at, at some point, at some point, I think guys need, and girls need to tone it down a little bit and try to emphasize psychology a little, just a little more. I, I really think they need to because you know, somebody's going to get hurt, and as we've seen, a lot of people have already got hurt. You know, you could say it's bad luck. It's certainly bad luck, but you know, might be a bit of a trend too. It could be a combination of things, training and, and everything, but.
1: I mean, I'll say this, yeah. it's WrestleMania, you do what you do, but I agree, you know, there comes a point where you have to kind of take a step back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe not a WrestleMania, but, you know, on a Raw SmackDown, you know, per- perhaps. It's all you know,
1: about like... the crowd, yeah, but, and, no, you know, that was mentioned last night at the Hall of Fame. I think Sting said it, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there comes a point where you don't have to, you know, like, you don't have to go through a table every night. You don't have to do, uh, you know... What Biggie does every night, just take a step back and, and you know let it kind of be like exactly. that.
0: Exactly. Would would Biggie be less over given how how awesome the new day is on the mic uh, if he didn't do that spear off off the apron? No. No. Yeah. But yeah, that that that's the deal. Somebody backstage, has kind of gotta get their heads out of their asses and say, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should tweak things. I mean, hell, the guy that was in the main event, Triple H, granted his match went way too long and <sighs> was was you know misplaced on this card. In terms of position, but you know you look at a guy like Triple H, who's a great worker, and he looks like Hercules. But you know how many times does he really leave his feet? That's it. Yeah. So we had the Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Shane McMahon.
1: Very oddly placed on the card, by the way.
0: Yeah, oddly placed, and th- this was v- just a bizarre, very, very bizarre match. On one hand, <laughs> these guys busted their asses and and they they had a great effort, and I've Nothing but respect. Even if I disagree with the booking and the layout of this match, I have nothing but respect for what these guys did in this match. I mean, Shane McMahon, 46 years old. Undertaker, 51 years old. He he better get stacks and stacks and stacks of money. He better get duffel bags of money in front of his house. Okay, tomorrow. Or tonight. Screw it. He better walk in his hotel room with stacks of money.
1: The, the problem is Shane O'Mac doing what 22 others... You know, tried to do in the past, and, and kind of making them look like chumps in the process. That was
0: awful. I mean, the the last kicking out of the the last <laughs> ride, kicking out of a choke slam on the on the steps. Thankfully, he didn't kick out of a tombstone.
1: He he did break the Hell's Gate though.
0: He did, and he used his own jujitsu to uh, to almost submit yeah. the Undertaker. And
1: didn't have a sharpshooter, even though it took about five minutes oh, to execute. Undertaker ho- was in pain for ten minutes.
0: Oh but, my but, God, know. a horrible sharpshooter. It was. What pissed me off was they ended up breaking the cage. Uh, Shane McMahon got bolt cutters and tried, to, I guess, was going to under- broke it, yeah. yeah was was going to try to break the cell with the Undertaker's body, but instead Undertaker, I think, I think, with, uh, did Undertaker spear Shane? Was
1: It wasn't so much as a spear, it's just kind of like Picked them up and went through the cage. Yeah, door he slammed and then him. So, proceeded to slam Shane down onto the cage about three or four times, which was kind of cool. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I think the problem with this match was everybody was looking forward to something huge happening, which it did at the end. But everybody was just waiting for that one moment where, like, okay, somebody's going to interfere. Sting's and out of all out, the, the riots, matches, I mean, Vince. I hate. I, where and, was Vince McMahon
0: the whole time? Yeah, where was Vince McMahon? And and also, I hate. Yeah, Vince. We really needed Vince out there. And we also really needed some more some interference. I, I hate. I mean, we interfer- had Linda out there, but she was in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, and by the way, Shane McMahon did his entrance with his kids, which was kind of cool. Although it kind of, cool. I'm, I'm sure they were pretty traumatized to see their daddy uh, do something really. Yeah, they
1: were there at the main event to see Uncle Hunter, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess technically.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure, but my God, yeah, it was it was a crazy match. You know, a lot of these guys took a lot of punishment. There was a big spot at the end, which I'm gonna get to in a second, but. Normally, I hate interference in cage matches because the purpose of the cage is to keep people out. But out of all the matches to do it, this was the match. This was the match where a guy would ca- and, and I guess The Undertaker won, so it doesn't matter. But if Shane was going to have a chance, instead of trying to give Shane all this credibility, which he really didn't have with the audience, I, know, I think the crowd liked him. But there was also a segment of the audience that was like, what the hell are we watching here?
1: Yeah, no way is this legit.
0: Yeah, yeah it, was like, it was almost like, hey, we're telling you guys it's fake. It would have been nice if they had a guy like Kevin Owens or, or just anybody, any kind of body just come out and beat up The Undertaker or at least try to soften him up. Instead, it was just Shane McMahon, which was very lame. And he g- knocked The Undertaker out onto the announcer's table, hit him with the monitor. And it looked like he hit him pretty hard. And Undertaker already had a black eye earlier in the week from, from the monitor <laughs> shot from last week's Raw. So well, Undertaker
1: Shane, took one monitor and slammed it on Shane. I mean, hard. It looked hard. And then Shane, yeah, with the.
0: Well, payback. you know what? Undertaker needs to give him a receipt. Yep. Yeah. So Shane goes up top. This was absolutely nuts. I don't care if there was padding or not underneath this freaking table. I don't care if Scott was secretly hiding underneath to, to hold Shane hey, up. I, you know, I I don't I don't know. I, I'd be putting padding down
1: too. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and so Shane dove. Off the cell, Undertaker moved out of the way, Shane went through the table, Undertaker eventually dragged Shane's lifeless body, crowd chanted, this is awesome, a holy bleep the, the works, gave Shane a tombstone, one, two, three, Undertaker's career safe and Shane McMahon just loses and while it was...
1: Uh, I'll back up real quick though, after that happened, it took a couple minutes for each guy to kind of get their wits and Shane told Undertaker, bring it. Yeah. Taker picked him up, threw him back in the ring, bring it again. Taker did it, and then Taker kind of gave him a little respect slap on the face there, and then then Tombstone
0: him. Yeah, I mean, it, so, you know, it's tough it for me. To, it's tough for me to say it was a great match, given who was involved by the the wacky standards or whatever the the hell this was supposed to be. It was it was kind of a great match, but on the other hand, it was just so it was just so weird. I can never get over the weirdness of it of Shane McMahon versus the Undertaker. You know, may, maybe the eight year old me would have bought it in 1999. You know, Shane was, was a lot younger.
1: This was the E in entertainment, plain and simple.
0: Yeah, it was That's very it was, it was, it, was e it, 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 it was very weird. And I guess my question is after all that, now what? Just status quo?
1: We will see tomorrow. Just the I authority
0: trying to antagonize Roman Reigns?
1: Do you think that they possibly have some type of rematch on Raw? No,
0: no. no. <laughs> I
1: hate to say that, but
0: no. But maybe Shane has something up his sleeve, or I'd, something. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it, it was weird, and it kind of pissed me off. That after all that, Shane just. I mean, I, look. If Shane was going to beat the Undertaker by himself, that would have pissed me off. I guess maybe more. You <laughs> know what I mean? So I, I guess it's better that at least the Undertaker won at the end. Still very odd. Yeah, very very odd. And this was this was the real main event. The crowd was a little dead at times uh because I think they were in kind of disbelief of what they were seeing. Also, you know, they they had a ladder match and and you know, Steve Austin earlier and everything. There was a lot
1: of entertainment before
0: this. Yes, there's was, it was a long ass show. and It was about to get longer. We had the Honorary Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which kind of seemed more like the gimmick battle royal from WrestleMania 17. And Baron Corbin of all people was in this match from NXT, which I was happy about, but they didn't even advertise him in advance. It's not like yeah, last did. year where Hideo Itami earned his way in and was treated like it was a, a job or surprises, yeah. yeah, but at least he earned his way in. And Baron Corbin was just kind of there. And yeah, we had DDP, which was awesome. He actually got to make an entrance. He's a good friend of mine. Titanka. Ta- Titanka. Where did that come from? And we had Shaquille O'Neal, which was hilarious. But again, why not advertise this guy? I mean, seriously.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that was just was bizarre. But yeah, the Shaq and, and the Big Show had a confrontation. They threw out a few geeks, and then a bunch of the wrestlers eliminated both of them, which was kind of sad. Easier. And then and then the match died a miserable death for what seemed like 10 minutes. I don't know how long it actually was. And at the end, it was Kane and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin threw out Kane. And when Baron Corbin actually won, the crowd popped, because a lot of them were familiar with NXT. Chen and NXT... Baron Corbin got the win, and I guess Baron Corbin now is on the main roster.
1: Yeah, he would have to be. And uh, Dave, the Wave actually tweeted both of us, and I'll get to his tweet now because he asked us, "Where do they go with Corbin from here? You know, with with winning this, does this mean he gets a push or what?" And well, my well when be, you i don't know.
0: When you win and uh, when you make your did main roster debut at WrestleMania and win the Andre Giant Battle Royal, I'd like to think they're going to do something special with you.
1: You would think, but. I mean, he's, you know,
0: he's he's a big guy too, and you know how they like big guys.
1: Yeah, nine you'll minutes be, forty-one cr- seconds, by the way. So what happened? Nine minutes forty-one seconds. Okay. That miserable match died.
0: By the way, I, could you see him challenging Roman?
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd I be guess rough.
0: I mean, could. I mean Baron Corbin's gotten a lot better on the mic. That's
1: a good way to kill uh, Baron Corbin real quick. Lose the Roman and be done. Yeah, kind of work with Cena, right? You know, well, you
0: know what? At him. least, at least with Cena, they build up the heels usually for like a year. So at least you get a year out of them. Yeah. You know. you... <laughs> Man, I don't know. It was
1: cool. Look, Baron Corbin deserved it. He's busted his butt down in NXT. He, he, he's pretty much a homegrown guy, no other way to put it. Yeah, he, lo- it was, he got it better. It was great to see.
0: He got, he got better in the ring. He's gotten better on the mic. He's improved his superstar presence. He really has come off like a star. And you know, he lost a lot of weight, too. If you look back at some of his older yeah. photos when he first started FCW and, and now, he's really improved his look. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. He was there for a long time, paid his dues, did his thing. I just wish he was advertised and hyped a little well,
1: bit. in a way, I guess it's kind of good that he wasn't because it's the the surprise aspect of I, it. I but, guess, uh, but you
0: know what? It was least, just like
1: a bunch of like. I mean, you know what you know, though? Twenty uh, guys nice. in the battle royal—it kind of was what it was. You
0: know what though? It Would have been nice if he at least got his entrance because he has the cool yeah. entrance and everything. And it, but
1: Stephen Shaw uh, says Quibbin squashes Ry- Ryder. Ugh. Oh
0: God! I mean, I could see if that. If they too. do
1: that with this guy and give him a title real quick, I think it'll kill him you got to build him up a little bit.
0: A little, like, yeah. It. I I agree. But that's what they like to do. They like to just randomly debut guys or randomly debut girls like Paige and ever win the title in, in their debut. Oh, like and Paige. then there's nothing to attain afterwards because you just won the title in your debut. Yep. <sighs> so, yeah, we had that match. It was a pretty crappy match. It was it was a dud. But I was happy that Baron Corbin got the win. It was a, it was a nice moment for him and anybody that watches NXT. And...
1: Then we had the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and also, too, I want to say this. While I'm happy, Baron Corbin won. It's cool and everything. If you really think about it, though, Baron Corbin's on the main roster. That's that's great and all. But Finn Balor is still on NXT. Samoa Mm. Joe is still in NXT. one more day, at least. American Alpha is still on NXT. I mean, man. That's, you know, I'm happy for Baron. I'm just saying. Bailey's still on the you know, NXT. After
1: tomorrow night, let's see what happens.
0: Okay, okay, I'll, I will refrain judgment until after uh, tomorrow night. You Eww. know
1: they like to use this as as TNA used to do. You know, WrestleMania week two, so to speak. So yeah, um, so we
0: had The Rock returning, came out with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, had a flamethrower. This very took odd. forever. Got a nice promo talking about how there's over a hundred one thousand people in this crowd. They broke the attendance record. They did break the attendance record. <laughs> Excuse me. But apparently, the real number, according to our buddy Brian Alvarez, is a little over eighty-five thousand. But hey, who's keeping who's keeping score well, here? Well, it
1: still beats WrestleMania three which was what seventy-five. So.
0: seventy-eight thousand, and it beats the uh, Wembley Stadium show with a so, uh, Bret Hart you know, SummerSlam ninety-two, Bret Hart and British Bulldog.
1: Was it just me, or did you think The Rock was just going to come out with that flamethrower and that
0: was it? I thought It's he was a couple just gonna, moments. Yeah, it seemed like it for a while. Because that promo kind of just dragged. It was nice to see The Rock, but the show was going long. And it was almost 11 o'clock. This was I'm, 11 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, and I'm waiting for like this show to end. So, yeah. Rock's coming his promo. He's celebrating. The Wyatt family comes out. They had to make their full entrance. They didn't even appear in the ring. They had to make their full entrance. Uh, Bray said he was going to eviscerate The Rock. And The Rock was like, okay, you want to have a match? Let's do it. You know, he, he made fun of Bray, said he eats Hot well, Pockets. Well, he
1: did put Bray over, though.
0: He he, for a minute, he said you get a great you have charisma, you get a great reaction, and I'm thinking he's going to try to get Bray to turn on the Wyatt family, and Bray finally turns babyface. But instead, he goes, but right now, instead of the eater of worlds, you look like the eater of Hot Pockets. So then The Rock takes off his shirt, and he's looking noticeably slimmer, but you know, still looks great. And, you know, at that age, you really don't need the muscle mass he's been carrying in recent years, you know what I mean? And took off his pants, had his tights underneath, Looks, just, again, looks great. And he faced Eric, Eric Rowan, the biggest geek in the world, and pinned him in six seconds. And actually Well was that?
1: He said he wanted Bray. Bray said okay, and then it was Rowan.
0: Yeah. And then and then it's Rowan got weird. destroyed. Six seconds, rock bottom. What a geek what a geek. I mean
1: it was it was well, an unadvertised match at least, which was
0: kind of Look, cool. I don't mind Rowan necessarily getting destroyed because no offense to well, whatever. Yes, offense at to least Rowan. it wasn't Luke he, He's not very good. Okay? He's not very good. And unlike Braun Strowman who who is even worse, at least Braun Strowman has a look that makes you go, oh, my God, this guy's going to kill me. What, Whereas,
1: what did The Rock say about Strowman? He said Eric Roman looks like his parents.
0: No, it ride. looks like they all had the same parents. And, it, and Oh, yeah, he said and, Braun and Strowman, Strowman looks like he's been breastfed since he was 20, 26. Uh, until, yes. until he was 26. That was pretty funny. Yeah. But, yeah, so then you, I think Braun, yeah, it was Braun Strowman that was getting in the ring. The yeah. Wyatt surrounded The Rock. John Cena, who's also noticeably slimmer because he, he's coming back from a torn rotator cuff about – what he was supposed to come back in like, three July, yeah, I mean, three four months early. He looked noticeably sh- slimmer, but I don't mind it because he's also at an age where you don't really need to carry all that muscle mass.
1: Super Cena was back. Yeah. And the
0: crowd popped. Well, they should. The guys
1: last night they booed it, or two nights ago now at the Hall of Fame they booed. They went kind of nuts.
0: Well, for John you know Cena. what? He's been gone for a while, and at this point, he is a legend. You know what I mean? He yeah. really is, and he's a guy that hasn't really been in the main events. And he look, you can say what you want about whether, you know, Kevin Owens should have gone over him or not last year or or, or what have you. But the guy busted his ass off 2015, reinvented himself, improved the US title standing. I mean, he did a, a hell of a job. You know, he was one of the in-ring MVPs of WWE, believe it or not. So
1: But if there was ever a time to turn him heel, it was right there at that
0: moment. Yes, because he destroyed. because they destroyed the Wyatt family. And it looked – and John Cena went for the five-knuckle shuffle. I think The Rock went for a people's elbow. It, look, it, it, it looked like kind of like when CM Punk turned on The Rock. Yes, exactly. That one point where CM Punk you know, hits him with the GTS. I'm waiting for it, and, yeah, nothing happens. I mean, it was a nice moment. It was, it was still nice. But I mean,
1: they already like, had that moment, what, three and a half hours earlier with Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold and Mick Foley.
0: Yeah, and by the time this ended, it was like 11.01 p.m., 11.02 p.m., We hadn't begun our main event. They had to have an effing video package for Triple H versus Roman Reigns.
1: Which is the same one they had on the kickoff show, which is the same video packages they showed for every match leading into it.
0: And then they had the longest freaking entrance of all time with Triple H and, and Stephanie McMahon doing a kind of a cross between Lucha Underground and Game of Thrones, kind of in this speech where all these dudes are in skulls. And she's well, saying, "All hail the king," and doing this monologue that, that reminded me a lot of Queen Cersei from Game of Thrones for, for anybody that watches Game of Thrones. A buddy
1: of mine said she did her best Sigourney Weaver Ghostbusters. So,
0: yeah, she she looked and, and look, she looked fabulous. fierce. She looked hot. Okay, I was like, my jaw dropped, but this also went very very long. And then she Triple did. H came out looking like a million bucks for his age, and did the entrance. And I, I thought to myself, at this point, Triple H's epic entrance. Stephanie McMahon's, you know, epic speech and her hotness. The Rock and John Cena. Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels and Mick Foley. The ladder match. The Hell in a Cell the match with Shane match. McMahon's cr- crazy uh-huh. high spot. You know, the women's match which is pretty entertaining. Yeah. And now Roman Reigns has to follow all that. On he the, should have
1: just been in the ring at that point waiting for Triple H. They should have had no music or nothing. He just, it should have been old school with him and just hadn't been waiting
0: for yeah, him. Yeah, just give him a job or entrance. You might as well. Seriously, You yeah. might as well. I mean, man, I just felt bad for this guy. I mean, the crowd already hates him. It's past 11 o'clock at night. And my God, he still has to follow all that? Like, gee. Out of all the times... You know, I know Triple H's epic entrances are, are, you know, a WrestleMania thing and everything. But out of all the years, yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> out of all the years to just kind of just come out, this should have been the year. You know, because well, Roman Reigns. I mean, especially when they just put a Roman Reigns over clean, no heel turn, no nothing. It's like the match man. itself.
1: Look, for, for what it was, really wasn't a bad match. It really wasn't. But the crowd, it was so long. The crowd knew what was coming. It just. Unfortunately, Triple H has had three singles main event WrestleMania matches now, and they've all been the same.
0: Yeah, they're three, yeah, three WrestleMania main events, all seven years apart from each other, ironically enough. WrestleMania 18 against Jericho followed Rock and Hogan. And I, I saw this was a, listed as a top 10 wait, WrestleMania main event of all time on CBSSports.com. And
1: wait, what, tonight?
0: No, no, no. Like like some oh, dude, some jabroni no. geek that, that they probably hired who said, I know wrestling. Uh, made a made a list. that they, they, they hired and they actually paid for of the top ten, uh, top like thirty two WrestleMania main events ever. Thirty one, and Triple H versus Chris Jericho was in the top ten.
1: I'm gonna have to go back and watch that.
0: That that um, no no. Maybe
1: because Stephanie got pedigreed, which coincidentally she took a hell
0: of a spear. She to took know. a hell of a spear here accidentally when uh, you know Roman Reigns went for Triple H and he, yeah. he speared her. And and that should have
1: been disqualified right there, by the way, because Stephanie, right before that, pulled Roman the ref hit, out. I believe, a spear and took the ref out. Yep.
0: Yeah, and the wacky thing is, in the advertising for this week in Arlington, Dallas area, said this was an ODQ match. Plans change, right?
1: Yes, they do.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Roman came out. He had a cool entrance to some pyro and, and, and all that stuff. And Yeah, but Triple H had the WrestleMania 18 match that sucked. WrestleMania 25 and Ran Yorin that was horrible. That followed HBK and Taker. But even that, the layout was just terrible. They didn't do, you know, they didn't do really much compared to the, what was supposed to be a blood feud. And then in this match, they started out with a lock-up.
1: A lock-up.
0: <laughs> a lock oh. up. <laughs> in this match, I watched this. My dad, my dad came over and we watched this together. And um, this match went on forever. And we're just watching this. And waiting for it to, to, to finish. And he's like, don't you have work tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, don't you have a show next? I'm like, yeah. This just went on and on. And both guys worked their asses off. I give them props for that. But in life, it isn't just about working hard. It's about working smart. It's about doing your job well. And uh, tonight, Triple H, the Entering General. Or, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel weird. You mean like kind of kind of burying this match because Triple H? Is it's a, hard it,
1: to bury a main event at WrestleMania. It's hard but to when there's it, so much that went on. There's so much that went on. you're talking so about six hours already.
0: Yeah, it but you know what? It's I like, mean, but but you know what though? Triple H has some say in this, and Triple H, you mean he he's, he's like second third banana. You know, only to like Vince and Kevin Dunn, and yeah. and you know you gotta have. And he's been pretty arrogant before, where he's had long matches with guys that maybe shouldn't have long matches like Scott Steiner and Kevin Nash. And I think Roman Reigns is is a is you know a pretty good worker, you know I mean for his level and everything. Sir. But I I, th- I really think Triple H and Vince and Kevin Dunn should have read the tea leaves and said, you know what? Given everything we have planned tonight, we should really have this match in the middle of the show. Or at the very least If you want to have this match last, it's a WWE title, whatever, cut it by like 10 minutes. Yeah. This match did not need to go this long. I mean, the spear through the barricade, okay. Stephanie took a hell of a spear. Uh, Triple H tried to use the sledgehammer at the end, Roman him with two Superman punches and a spear. It was just anticlimactic. It wasn't a good match at all. Uh, It's it's weird because Triple (laughs) Triple H... It was just a match. Yeah, and it's weird because Triple H has had this happen not once, not twice, but now thrice. But if you really look at it, like it's not indicative of him as a worker because he's had plenty of great matches. He's had great WrestleMania matches. He's had great main events and everything. It's just, it's ironic that this happens with him. Yeah. You know, you know that, for a
1: moment, he had the sledgehammer, and I thought he was going to do what he did last year to Sting hit him with the sledgehammer and pin him. Yeah. I really did.
0: Yeah, and he was right in front of the ref, by the way. Yep. But, yeah, Roman won. A lot of booze. Uh, from what I understand, the crowd was muted like hell. Yeah, you know, compared to uh, what the live audience heard, and
1: all things considered, yeah, the crowd didn't seem like they crapped on the match as much as they did. But, but yeah, like well, you they, said, they did Mike apparently live. Muted, yeah. They did
0: apparently live, and it it just really annoys me. If you have to go to that much length to uh, coddle a guy, protect a guy, whatever, just just turn him heel. You know what I mean,
1: you you know you you, you can't. When, when there's somebody uh, you know like Vince McMahon who has his mind set on doing what he wants to do, he's going to do it. And he did it. He did what he w- wanted to do, what we all knew he was going to do, and that's have WrestleMania go off the air with Roman Reigns holding the title. And that's exactly what he did. And give Roman credit. He stood there like a man, like the man he is. Well, what's he,
0: what title. else was he going
1: to do? No, but I'm saying he did his thing. He didn't mock the crowd so much. It didn't seem like it. You know, he played the vault, and, and good for him. You know, he's the champion now, and, and good for you know, good for him. The crowd's are gonna kill him tomorrow night on Raw, whatever. But
0: he needs to. He just needs to turn heel. I mean, mean
1: honestly, if they were smart, they would just you know sell his uh, arm injury tomorrow night and keep him off the show. Really? I yeah. mean, they can't,
0: but they should. You, you know, man, I don't know what they're gonna do, but all I gotta say is, at the end of this WrestleMania, look, everybody busted their asses. Everybody deserves props for working hard. And I, I, I don't think, I don't think it was a bad WrestleMania, but it was, it was a weird WrestleMania. It was it's a really long now. WrestleMania. And, and you know what too? I, th- I think sometimes and it, it's unfair, I think, but a lot of times r- m- pay-per-views, big events, whether it be, you know, a UFC or a, a WWE show, they're remembered by the main event. And I don't want to say the main event negated everything that happened tonight, Because there were some great moments, uh, but it it ended flat. You mean it ended flat? The show was way too long, and and it just kind of represented the worst—the worst of WWE in some ways. Just you know, great action, a lot of cool spots, but in the end, does a lot of it mean anything? Given how bad the booking is, and at the end of the day, are we really kind of you know in a new era, or is it more the status quo? I think it's the status quo. You I mean? There's some nice touches that they're doing. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're giving the women more credibility. You I mean they are trying in certain aspects. They really are. But, you know, when it comes to the top level, you know, Roman Reigns and... Yeah, I mean, the, the authority's still around. What do you want me to say? The authority's still around. Roman Reigns is a champion. Which, again, I don't really mind Roman, Roman Reigns as champion. It's just the character...
1: Status
0: quo. Yeah, it's the sta- It's a sta- it's the status quo. Who are you excited to see? Okay, if this was five years ago, I'd be excited to see Jericho and a guy like Roman Reigns feud for the title. 2016. You know, really, you have AJ Styles, Nakamura, Samoa Joe, Finn Bauer under contract, and. Your next title feud may be Reigns versus Chris Jericho in 2016, or Reigns versus Bray Wyatt, or even Reigns versus Baron Corbin, which at least that's a new guy. But I mean, really, or
1: Reigns versus Triple H, or again. Reigns
0: versus Triple H again. What do we have to be excited for?
1: We have to see how it plays out, though. We, we honestly do.
0: Yeah, um, but you know what? Though let's, not, re- it, let's not downplay it. Yet. No, let's but, see you, how know how night is but and, you know what? Let's though, but you know what? Though, you know what? Though they really don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. If this was Triple H in full control. Even though in, in some cases he's used his power and hasn't been, uh, you know, in the be- the best. You see how
1: that works out sometimes. Yeah,
0: like tonight. Uh, you know, if this was Triple H and like Ryan Ward, like running Raw on SmackDown, you know, for, and, and trying to apply some of the same principles they have in NXT, that's one thing. But, you know, this is Vince McMahon. This is Kevin Dunn. I, I guess this is Triple H trying to kind of work his way through some of the political minefields and also kind of interjecting his own judgment for better or worse. And. You know, listen, you have hits and you have misses. And, yeah, I don't know. Just just look. Look. I remember WrestleMania 31 being a fun event. I didn't think it was a great WrestleMania, but I thought it was a, just a, a fun event with a lot of great moments, not necessarily great matches. And I was so happy when Seth Rollins won the title last year, and I remember thinking, man, they really put this guy over huge. And then I proceeded to see them bury this guy six feet under for nine, for a, what, six months? before he got hurt being second fiddle to guys like Kane and at one point Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon and yeah you know I remember being excited around this time last year and uh, look what happened you know
1: sure I mean the crazy part is this started out you know going into what 8 o'clock me and you I think bro said this could be the greatest Wrestlemania ever I didn't say and, I didn't say that. Well, I, said it not very, quite, I mean, I not quite, but you know, it was it was pretty kick ass, so to speak, for the no, first, first couple hours, you know, first ass. hour and a half. And all of a sudden it just hit a wall.
0: Because it dragged. It dragged and it was too long and and it just yeah. Ugh. You know, and, and and for people that say, Well, oh, if you turn Rain's heel, you know, that's good. And that solves everything. No, it doesn't because you still need a top baby face and I really like John Cena and everything, but it's two thousand sixteen and it's see? going to be hard
1: to turn Reigns heel with the authority still in power. It is.
0: Well, you get to, No, you could turn him heel, but you also need... Not, you need a, well, he has a lot of opponents as a heel, but you I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: he, but you can't have Triple H and him kind of side by side. Oh,
0: no. Oh, no. Problem. That would be dumb unless they align themselves. And even then, that would be stupid, too. I don't want to see well, that.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, well, so, Look, something's going to happen on Raw tomorrow. We just don't know what it is yet. I mean, knowing no WWE, Triple H will be like, I'm reinstating myself as full-time on the active roster, and he'll just go after Roman Reigns. Knowing <sighs> WWE, that's what's going to
0: happen. I don't know. Well, let's get to them comments real quick, because it's like 1 a.m. and, yeah. Yeah,
1: we did 2 a.m. last night. We're, you know,
0: yeah, on I know. roll here. So. Yeah, Steven says, See, my friends wanted to get back into watching wrestling and wanted to find excuses to start following again, but by the end, much like myself, they were tapping out basically. It was brutal. Again, you know, a lot of people remember the last match that they saw. You know, it kind of, when something when an event ends flat, it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I remember UFC 129, I covered it, it was the biggest event in UFC history. Uh, great show, tons of finishes, Randy Couture's retirement, and they had a great uh, match of Aldo versus, uh, versus not McGregor, I think it was Mark Hominick, which was a great fight, and then GSP and Jake Shields proceeded to have one of the most boring fights I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, it was a record-breaking crowd and everything, but just kind of ended flat. Um okay Chris Jericho job to Fandango but not AJ Well Jimmy the Plant he doesn't make those decisions that's Vince McMahon Telvin says Boy Lana was horrible but she looked good I don't think she was horrible I mean she might be horrible but I don't think she, what would they She was no worse
1: than Eva Marie I mean.
0: Yeah Yeah who did the, the slice bread number 2 actually she calls it the red. slice thread slice thread yeah Yeah uh, that was odd that
1: she was just kind of there and there was no Nothing. It yeah. Was just kind of odd. yeah.
0: Yeah. Stone Cold Val says, "Sorry, I was thinking about Lana and her ring gear." Uh, okay. The crowd did tell Cena he sucks. They did, but they did it in a more kind of like a respectful way, kind of like they used to do with Kurt Angle. You know what yeah, I mean, it's just kind of part of the part of the show. And I think course, yeah. I think Cena mouthed, "I missed you too." At this point, it's just a fun thing that, that the crowd does. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Death by Dawn says Seth needed to come out and pedigree Triple H. Well, Seth's injured, so he can't really do that. Uh, yeah, other people were expecting a Seth Rollins appearances. Samuel Olay says, hey, what about Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns? I wouldn't mind that, but you know what? That's something I think they should build down the road. You know, throwing Baron Corbin right in there. You know what I mean? If he had the skill set of Austin Aries, who we just lost to, or the skill set of, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a good big man. I'm not saying Baron Apollo Corbin's Chris. bad in the ring. Po- no, no, no. Well, I'm thinking of like, a big man that's uh, got some really, really good skills since the rising are Moose. Like if you look at Moose from oh, ROH, God. for those who aren't familiar with him, Moose is freaking awesome. He's only been in the business for a few year a couple of years, and he's already really damn good. Like if it was, if he had like the, kind of like the potential of Moose, you know what I mean, I'd be like, all right, that'd be cool. But he's just, you know, he's good. I mean, I don't want to say he's good. He's he's all right in the ring. You know what I mean he's not bad? He's got a good superstar presence, but mm, not he right He has now.
1: what Vince McMahon likes, and that's what six eight six nine. I mean,
0: pretty yeah. much. Yeah, Juggalo Gilly says, why does Fred keep bringing Scott Anderson on the show? Because Scott's got some good stuff to say, and Scott's a good There's dude. I a lot of hate tonight. You know, yeah, I know. Even, even, even though you got into a little bit of a, a Twitter beef with, with my buddy Paul Lazenby, who's also a good friend of mine. Uh, admittedly, I think it was my fault because, you know, Paul misinterpreted a tweet you put out, and I think he thought I was calling you out and called you a troll or something, and he didn't know you. And then Yeah, but listen, Paul's a good dude. Scott's a great dude. You know, let's 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 just let's just leave it at that. But yeah, it is kind of funny that you're getting some hate tonight. But hey, welcome to my world. The last six years, buddy, it happens. You know, I'm trying
1: I'm trying to put you over. That's
0: it. It happens in this business, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey. Mr. Racer1029 says, "I have an evening job. Well, good for you. Well, I guess Me bad because you missed WrestleMania, but good because you could sleep in. I got to freaking wake up in less than five hours, so that's why I'm trying to head out of here. Okay." Uh, do you think Conor McGregor was supposed to make an appearance? Now he was teasing that he was at WrestleMania. Maybe he was at WrestleMania, but could have been. Yeah. You know, if it, dude, if if he was there, they definitely should have found a way to use him. But also, well, you know, Dana White.
1: After what happened a couple weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, who not.
0: cares? He's still a huge star. I mean, I Dana know, White's got to prove it. But yeah, I, I do think he's making a huge mistake though, fighting Nick D, or Nate Diaz, excuse me, at, at yeah. 170. I mean, just fighting Nate Diaz again in general this soon is a mistake. But fighting him at 170. Oh man. He's, a, he's asking for trouble. He's, he's asking for trouble. Yep. So, yeah. Do you think Rollins will return tomorrow? No, I don't unless he's on some kind of...
1: He uh, was walking. They showed him a mania, but that's... that's
0: yeah, yeah, unless he's on kind of some super healing drug, you know, I, I do not see him coming back from...
1: Maybe a, he's got John Cena super juice. Yeah,
0: but that's, you know what, though? John, Cena never, had, John Cena never had to come back from like a torn-up knee.
1: He's never, I was gonna say he never had leg injuries. It's all upper body.
0: Yeah, he had like maybe a knee injury like briefly in two thousand three, but they didn't keep him out for that long. But other than if you know, but yeah, I mean if Cena tore his ACL, I guarantee he'd be out for around nine months. Well, at least I'd, I'd hope he'd be out for you know nine months and not oh, rush gosh. and come back.
1: Just because uh, John Cena came back tonight doesn't mean he's back.
0: No, that Just that is true that. too. You know that 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 is true as well. Okay, we'll take a few more here. D. Trim says, "Winners they do. You gonna release Eric Rowan? Uh, They're not. Yeah, because uh, they need
1: somebody to still make Bray Wyatt look good, and Eric Rowan is that guy. Yeah.
0: So. At the real BVS said, maybe Taker and Shane should have been main eventing. You think?
1: <laughs> yeah, but even that, the crowd seemed kind of dead for it. Like they just didn't know what to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Because they ended it with that spot, they they could have gotten a bigger reaction than Rain. Well, they did get a bigger reaction. And even in the main event spot, they would have gotten a bigger reaction than Reigns and, and Triple H. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, for any questions and comments I did miss, I will try to get to them during the Raw recap. Hopefully, you know, I, I get home at a reasonable time. For those that don't know, don't know, I work in digital marketing. Tomorrow, or technically today, is the, the final push before we launch this uh, campaign for our respective client. And for anybody that works in advertising, you know, it's all hands on deck sometimes. It's kind of like a WrestleMania. Only once a month, you know. You got to get all hands on deck. So it just so happens that freaking WrestleMania went like a thousand years long today. And so, yeah.
1: It it almost went two days.
0: It it did. I'm going to have a long-ass day tomorrow. I'm going to have a long-ass day. I'm going to have a lot of coffee. I'm going to need some vitamins. But you know what? I'm glad I got to talk to all you. Glad I got to chat with Scott. Uh, I'm glad we got to witness some good action tonight. But, yeah, call me skeptical. Uh, we'll wait and see, and yeah, hopefully I'll be home in time to be able to not only catch Raw, but recap it and, and talk to you guys and hopefully answer some more questions, like for my buddy Jay Snipes who's hitting me up, trying to, trying to call in. We'll, we'll, we'll get that call-in number working soon, and yeah, but until then, we're going to mercifully sign off, much like WrestleMania. If you enjoyed this recap, please click the Like button. Please share this with your friends. Please don't forget to subscribe to TSC News for more wrestling updates right here on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Sports Courier. You can also subscribe on iTunes, or you can subscribe on soundcloud.com slash TSC News, or you can subscribe to all the above. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's on screen right there. It's in the description. You name it. We got it. Until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the matches.